This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, Disembodied Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I am Ernie. And I am socially distancing Robert. Aren't we all? Yes, unfortunately. Well, um, what are we, like uh, week five now? In well, week six? Yeah, I mean, and depending on who you talk to, it's month yeah. 17 or week six, something like that. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of like when, when parents still measure their, their kids' age and months and their yes. past the year. Oh, God. Know? They're like, yeah, my daughter's 19 months old. I'm like, what? Can't you just what? say over a year? <laughs> yeah, under two, something, yeah. anything. Getting close to two? No, no, no. no. So it's been it's been pretty crazy. Um, work is crazier than ever for both of us. I feel. Uh, actually, yes. Um, to be honest with you, <laughs> I think companies are making a making a mint off of this working remotely because a lot of people are inherently more productive when they work from home. Yeah, well, that's been proven over and over and over again. So now they're actually like, oh, huh, it's true. Maybe we should keep this shit up. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if the teeps and for how much longer, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. It depends on how you look at it. Yes, you know, some people who uh, you know have long commutes, um, mm-hmm. and they're necessarily just going to their office location just for the sake of their manager or the people that they report to actually sees them working. You know, when they walk yeah. by. Oh, I see them at their desk. That means they're working. Well, you can't do that when you're working remotely. You're just hoping that they're online, I guess. Right. But if you're at that right. point, if you really are at that point, and and I'm only speaking to people who aren't hourly, right? Um, sure. I'm talking to somebody's salary. If you hire somebody on salary and you don't trust that they're working, maybe maybe that's a different like problem that you have. Mm-hmm. You know that that's just my opinion. Maybe maybe you have a different yeah. problem there. Uh, maybe it's it, it's 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 interesting. It's definitely interesting. But one of the side effects of all this working from home, of course, is that because you need that break from your job all the more so because it is more intense. I feel yes. you got to start binge watching something to keep your oh. mind off your miserable, lonely existence when you're not working. Because unfortunately, and, even and, if you live with people, it's still kind of weird, right? Yeah, I mean, I live alone, so like really where my I and since I have a laptop from work, I could basically set up anywhere in my in my house, right? Mhm. Um, but I generally stay more toward the dining room, living room area, mm-hmm. and most of the time, honestly, depending on depending on how serious the work, the project that I'm working on is, I either want to have background noise or I don't want to have background background noise on. Sure. So, yeah. You know, you could put on like a like a like a funny show, like maybe stream a Friends or a Seinfeld or something like that that you could just put on just so that way you have noise going on in the background that you don't have to like pay attention to, you know? Or the office. Or the office. Well, the office, since it doesn't have a laugh track on it, it's you'd have in order for you to like be involved in the show, you have to really pay attention to what's going on. Well, it depends on how many times you've watched it too. True, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know some people that that's how they go to sleep. They have to put on The Office or nice. they put on Bob's Burgers. You know, they, they they have to do that in order to fall asleep at night. Hmm. 
Or even, or even, I'll take you on the way back, Machine. Golden Girls. Oh, hey, there. I, my 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 thirteen year old loves Golden Girls, so you know. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with it because it still holds up. The comedy oh, yeah. writing in that show isn't period specific or anything like that. It's still well written comedy. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's it's good stuff. But so there are a lot of things that exist that people have already watched that are binge worthy. But one of the things that I felt that we should do for our, our loving audience that uh, that we, we care for so much yes. is provide some of the new stuff that's coming up, um, not just in the far-flung future, like all the Spider-Man stuff that's been pushed to 2022, but um, some of the stuff that's coming up in the next little bit for, for one of our favorite streaming services, and yes, promotion here. Hey, oh. uh, <laughs> you know, name dropping, why not? Everybody has it, so why not name drop it, uh, is our Netflix account. Um, we both have one. We both use it uh, vibrantly, if you will. Vib- and is that the right? No. no, it's not. Not even close. But um, besides, of course, the the tiger nonsense that I refuse to watch. What? I, no, I just I, I I know it's based on a true story, and that makes me cringe all the more. I don't want to. I really am not in the interest to watch something about basically animal abuse and murder, and just. Not my cup of tea. No, no, I get it, and and you know what? Um, it's I can understand that point. So that part I get because you, at the end of it all, while it's incredibly uh, interesting to see these people and like how all and all the lives that have been like essentially destroyed by this business. Um, the one thing at the end of the documentary series that it really harps on is. The one, the main thing that that's forgotten about all this are the animals. Yeah. Like not one animal has been helped in all of this. Yeah. Like they they still have the problem of these. There's more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild. There's mm-hmm. more tigers in these um in these specific groups of people that exist anywhere on the planet, and they're here in the United States. Like I think there's more tigers in South Carolina than there are in the central plains of Africa. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So that that part kind of gets to me. So I'm kind of like, eh, I really don't want to glorify that. Um, so that's my mini protest on that front. But um, there are a lot of other things on Netflix that you don't have to worry about protesting. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I was talking to my kids about this yesterday because we do a lot of FaceTime stuff. Um, and we were doing the Netflix thing and saying, okay, what's coming up on Netflix? And, of course, you know, it's based – a lot on what advertise what what things they want to promote, but it also is based partially on your 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 history, what you've watched before, what things you've liked, so it's forth. All and so, so the, algorithms, yeah, all yeah, algorithms. all all their algorithms. So it really the list can be slightly different from person to person. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my list right now of things that are coming up next, and what we're gonna do is me and Ernie are gonna take turns and we're gonna say, okay, here's what we see the top line item is, and here's what we think it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be stupid. Uh, just based on the name of it and the information uh, on the little tagline and maybe even a little bit of a trailer um, that we may or may not have watched. Now, so first, now yes. here's the thing. Um, yes. Netflix has changed recently. They did an update to their homepage, uh, their launching page, where they give you like up at the top, they'll give you like what's like new right now. Like it's like three or four like banner, like it's on the top banner. And it's usually like um, what they just dropped, right? 
in this case, extraction. By extraction, the by. which I watched on <laughs> site, which was, well, I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts on it because I watched. Okay. Uh, yeah, please. Then, then like you have your here's what uh, what's on your list, and then the next one is continue watching, and then is because you watch this, and then it's but then there's another row that says top ten in the United States. Yes. So that was something I thought I found interesting that I started like looking at to see what was top ten streaming, and I want to yes. see if it's any different from person to person. Yeah, and it's, it, what's interesting too is that that list for that list of the top ten are literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth row down for me. Ah, very interesting. So I have. No, I'm sorry. He's like 11. So I have the continue watching line. So I have the preview line up top. Then I have the continue watching. Then the cringe binge. Then the trending now. Then they have a little mini trailer box of whatever trailer it is. Then my list. Then watch it again. Then Netflix originals. Then imagine if TV shows. <laughs> then the top picks for Robert. Then the witchcraft TV shows, which what the hell. Then superheroes, and then finally top ten in the U.S. today. So all the way down, but it is there. It's just very different place. I don't know why. But to be fair, I'm watching on my iPhone at the moment, so I don't know if it varies by device. Good question, because uh, I'm looking at um, on my phone as well, since we're huh. spot of the room, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. So, all right, so do you want to start with the top 10 then? You want to just go for it? Uh, sure, why not? All right, so top 10 in the U.S. today. Um, mm-hmm. I have number one, Extraction. Yep, which again I think might be interesting to watch. I know you said you saw it. My goodness, all right? Yeah. It is – all right, now here's the thing. Here's the caveat to that. If you enjoy action movies – Which right, I do for the most part, yeah. Okay, I mean, if you watch this movie and you compare it to probably the gold standard of action movies, I want to say is Die Hard with Bruce Willis. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's exactly what I was thinking. Go on. This one makes Die Hard look very, very, very slow. Wow. Remember, back then, Die Hard was – it, and, you know, I watch it from time to time. It's still pretty chock full of action, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, my friend. This one, this one takes. And remember, we're just coming off the heels of a John Wick trilogy. Sure. If you, I don't know if you have watched John Wick because I don't know what your feelings are about animal abuse. Well, my 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 wife loves the John Wick series. She loves the revenge plot. She's like, yeah, kill the bastards. Um, <laughs> so she's very much death and gore. So she loves them. So she's all excited about the next one. So she's a huge John Wick fan. I haven't. I want to watch it, but I haven't had it. Just I just haven't had the chance to yet. I haven't found a place to watch it, so it's on my list. But yeah, yeah. she's she's a fan of it. I'm I'm definitely gonna want to watch them at some point. So, but the but way, that's... but but back to Extraction. Extraction is really really good. It is really good. All right. Okay. And the way I the way I look at it is number one, the location that it's shot in. It's shot in India. Bangladesh, mm. places wow. like that, where it's very rare to see those parts of the country like portrayed like that, right? Mm-hmm. And like Chris Hemsworth 
pulls in a really good like performance of this uh, this mercenary for hire, and he's uh, not to give away too much about it, but it involves uh, saving a boy who is the child of the biggest drug dealer in Bangladesh versus and being kidnapped by the biggest dra- drug lord in, in another country, da- uh, Dhaka, I want to say, or city. So it's like these two competing drug lords like competing against each other, and then one kidnaps the other one's son. This mercenary's brought in to like s- save the son, in other words. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get that much from the trailer, so you're not giving away too much. Yeah, okay. I mean, the action sequences are really good, and the technical advisors on the military side of it, like how they use their weapons and kind of the tactics that they use, perfect. Wow. I mean, there, there are some far-fetched scenes. Like, we all know, like, if we get into a – like, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. I'm, okay. I'm almost 45. Mm-hmm. If I were to get into a, a actual hand-to-hand fight with somebody and it lasts eight to eight, seven minutes, I'm pretty much done for the next two days. All right? <laughs> Whereas – Chris Hemsworth in this role, it's basically almost like a John Wick where he can take on like 10 or 12 guys, you know what I mean? And mm. be able to like run a mile, you know? Mm. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's again, not completely believable, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, and it kind of goes back to like the whole, like, all right, do you want escapism or do you want realism? But this one does a little does a good balance. Because, like, what drew me to, like, the show, the Netflix show Daredevil was the fact that you saw, uh, you saw Matt, the, the lead, you know, Daredevil, um, mm-hmm. as he's going through the hallway, like, fighting people, you see him wear down and get tired. Right. It's realistic. Yeah, it's realistic. I mean, it, it makes for, like, a slower, slower draw and everything because, you know, you see him, like, grasping in the wall or, like, trying to catch his breath, hands on the hips. Sure, yeah, yeah. You see him kind of limping, kind of grabbing stuff that's starting to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris pulls it together really well, too, because he, he takes a punish a punishment in this movie. And um, a lot of kids, and and the story's really good. It, it, it moves along very well. There's not very many points where it drags. Plus, they bring in the sheriff from Stranger Things. He plays a role Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really good. It's really well acted. A lot of actors I've never seen before, so they must be like from you know the other side of the uh, of the hemisphere over there. Um, but they they seem to like you know cast this movie really well. You really believe nice. the people in there are are actually part of the story. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so that sounds like a definite must watch. So it's it's definitely worthwhile being number one. Sounds like yeah. it's worthy of that spot. Oh yeah, and um, I don't know if it's still true. Do they do they release how well they did with this with the drop? No, they don't. They don't do it themselves, but you can see on the internet if you look up extraction, you'll you'll basically get some you know some. I looked it up a little bit because I was just curious, and it, it's doing really well. I mean, okay. Everybody's watching it. Um, the next two actually. Um, there, I'm interested in the next two. To be honest with you, uh, I have Outer Banks. Yes, it sounds interesting, but I, do I really want to watch another teen teen spoiled brat searching for treasure? I'm not sure. It sounds like a 
a, it sounds a like bad you, version of uh, the Goonies. I don't know about bad version. I I can't pass judgment because I haven't seen it. Yeah. It looks like you know what if Goonies was shot in the two in the new millennium currently now what would it mm. look like? Would it look like Steven Spielberg's masterpiece of the eighties? You know, it, it's kind of that's the way I look at it, anyways. Yeah. Now my 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 do- my daughter actually is watching the next one. The Willoughby's. Yes, she says yeah. it's very cute and very entertaining. I I uh, they had me when it started playing the trailer and it's the cat and it's uh, I want to say it's Ricky Gervais, right? Uh, yes. Ricky yeah. Gervais. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what are you looking at? I'm just yeah. myself. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm definitely gonna. That's definitely a watch that I'm gonna be watching. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually holding off on watching. Well. There's a side of me that wants to watch before I watch it with my daughter just to make sure there's no, like, questionable scenes. But it's – I think it's TVG, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's – it's uh, – yeah, it's uh, T- PG. PG. Oh, it's PG. But okay. A bit still. That should be fine. Yeah. All right. I number, mean, yeah. Number four. Okay. <sighs> not – not really. Four and five both, to be honest. I, I don't really – yeah. All right, so number four. I'll, I will speak to number four, okay? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Waco, all right? Yeah. That was the incident that happened in Waco back in the 90s um, where it's kind of like people – like I remember it happening because my mom who um, at the time was had just um, retired from being a nurse and mm. started staying at home like full-time. And mm-hmm. I remember her telling me about, like, her catching up on all the news and everything. Now, um, during this time frame, there was a big uh, big thing happening. Clinton was uh, was president. Janet Reno was, like, uh, in charge. And um, there were already, like, incidents of t- uh, domestic terrorism. Like, sure. that was a big time. There was oh, something yeah. that happened uh, in I- Idaho, I believe. Where mm-hmm. like the federal government tried to storm this guy's cabin and basically shot up his whole family. Right. And then after that was Waco. Like right. it almost happened like back to back. And then you had uh, the Oklahoma City bombings. Right. It like, just got one world. after another. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I remember seeing this happening like on TV, like it was like on on CNN like constant, right? You saw. Oh sure. Like, from a distance, like their cameras, you would show like. The buildings that then are like day, you know, 28, you know, standoff, you know, between ATF officials and the the Branch Davidians. Well, what this docuseries uh, gives you is the side more of the – how do I put it? I think it's more of their side of of the story, right? you, You have Michael Shannon who was General Zod. All right. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. the, who's the uh, hostage negotiator for the FBI who has a has a really stellar his uh, career and he's butting heads against this other faction of the FBI, which was newly created with Janet Reno uh, and Bill Clinton, who had uh, basically decided instead of relying on negotiation tactics that they were going to be doing things by a show of force. Like right. overwhelming force to defuse these situations, and that's what the main story is. And then you get another side of it because apparently this is a mixture of two different books. One of the books is um, written by the the negotiator, 
okay in the story and the other book was somebody who actually lived with the branch davidians and nice. he's one of the characters of the story it's actually macaulay culkin's little brother oh wow i i've seen him before yeah yeah he's actually a decent actor like you're looking at him you're like he looks a lot like macaulay like in the, <laughs> like in the eyes and everything right but then like you realize their personalities are very different like he this one this guy's a, a way better actor in my opinion mm. Fair enough. And, um, you know, there's a it's, a it's a pretty well casted movie. I mean, you actually believe like uh, I think his name is. Uh, oh, gosh, I've seen the I've seen the guy who plays David Koresh. I think he's Swedish or something like that. He actually played in a lot of other movies, mm. uh, but he pulls off the, the David Koresh thing pretty well, like from news clips that I've seen. And the mm-hmm. only reason why I was drawn to this is because. Since I've been in quarantine, I've been watching a lot of the docu-series on Netflix. Right. And I thought this was one of them. And actually, it was well done. It's only like maybe three or four episodes long. So it's not very long at all. And it actually moves quite well. And you, and they kind of give you that that other side of it, right? Like we all know what eventually happens. We just right. don't know how it got to that point. And this one is yeah. like, I guess, their theory of, this is their their they're saying all right there's that story that's been out there and that's in history books here's the opposing view of what actually happened there yeah I, and i do usually like those um i do like watching some of those types of things so i'm not sure i'm a i'm, I'm not not gonna watch it but i'm not just a huge fan of watching another one of it trying to stay away from the heavy stuff at the moment yeah. so we'll see but number five i don't know why it's number five i you i it's yeah. a reality show, right? Yeah. It's the one where they have to give up sex. They're really well, hot yeah, singles. Yeah, yeah, They're hot are... people that you never have a chance with that have to give up sex, and you feel so bad for them, right? Well, it's it's the, all right, we want to have a, a reality dating show, right, where couples, like, hook, well, basically become couples, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to find love. Well, of course, they put on, like, really attractive people with sure. other really attractive people and they basically say yeah we're gonna like you know put you in situations where you can like finally find that other person you know have an emotional connection with however no sex yeah you know what i mean yeah. we're gonna put you in like the most like uh craziest of situations we're gonna send you on like this little private island right yeah. where you gotta wear like next to no clothes but you can't do anything. That's the one caveat. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not watching it, but some people out there might find that curious. It's kind of uh, kind of like that other show that they had where they couldn't see each other. Yeah, um, wedding unseen, married unseen, something like that. Yeah, yeah. My my my. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we're gonna skip over six. Okay, Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. Always spoke about it. Yeah. Um, Ozark, Ozark, I haven't watched. Yo, everyone keeps telling me that is a magical show. Not magical, I, like, you know, like, it's gonna, like... No, yeah, but it's supposed to be really, really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. I keep hearing that, and I just haven't. Not, not anything against it, I just haven't. Now, my understanding is it's got Jason Bateman, who's been in just about everything, right? Yeah, and I do like Jason Bateman most of the time. And, uh, the funny part is, is that this is the story of, like, this guy who's... He's not he's not pretending to be a good guy. He he no. 
he is a bad guy. Like he's he uh, they they started an illegal casino like in the uh, in the Ozarks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's okay. definitely a bad guy show. And again, nothing against it. I just think Breaking one of those Bad, that, you know, yeah. Better Call Saul, uh, yeah. Sons of Anarchy. You know, it's it's the bad guys, and you're like, all right, I, I can I can see why this guy is doing this, right? Yeah, but I just haven't really, for whatever reason, gotten into it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to dive into it because this is already yeah. season three, and I'm like way behind. Oh yeah, yeah, no, totally. And the number eight is okay, fine, sure. Despicable Me. Yeah, it's cute. The number one um, animated franchise. Yeah, you know what? For the most part, except for the one that shall not be named, they were good movies. Well, like to speak of part two for anyways. Well, yeah, well, here's my thing, and I mentioned this before. Um, The one that shall not be named, the part two I'm actually kind of interested in because it's kind of the origin of the whole Despicable Me. It's like what the prequel of Despicable Me in a a way. And I'm okay with that. Like, I want to know more about that part of the story. So, okay, cool. But I don't care about the little yellow guys that, again, shall shall we rename nameless. Well, there was – there was – remember, that's still like a big intellectual property. Oh, huge, yeah. They're on everything. Anytime you put you slap one of those things or you make something that's in that shape, people automatically like buy it. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. And I get it. And fine, cool. I just think that was the stupidest thing that ever has been put on film ever. Is like, it really though? It's pretty high up there. Uh-huh. Not maybe not the worst, but I mean, you start talking about the worst and it's gotta be in the mix. Uh, it's gotta be. It's yeah. gotta be. It's, I mean, if you you look at the, you look at the lists and you you say you know everything has a redeemable quality. I really can see nothing redeemable about that. You see nothing redeemable about that movie. That one movie. The rest of them were really nice and really well done, and I enjoyed them. That one movie of the series is absolutely trash. Michael Keaton, I, Sandra Bullock. None of them talk. <laughs> none of them talk. It doesn't matter. Oh. And when they do talk, it's drivel. It doesn't matter. All right. So uh, number nine, <laughs> Absurd Planet. This seems really funny. Um, it basically talks about really strange animals doing really strange things, talking of background noise. It's probably really cute and something you could put in the background and be kind of entertained by but not have to really pay attention to. It's, it's harmless fun. You know, it's – it's, uh, it's uh, well, who is it doing it? It um, doesn't say – I this forget who the, the – Comedians the, are adding the voiceovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't remember who's doing it. But they're very short. Like they're they're like 20 minutes each. There's like 12 episodes of like 20 minutes each. So it's not something that you can get deeply – you need to get deeply invested in. It's just cute. So fine, whatever. That's mindless entertainment. So it's, it's cute. a documentary might... and more, more leans towards a, a documentary than anything else. And it's cute. And it's, you may learn something. So yay, whatever. <clears throat> All right, number 10 is Black Air Force. No, I'm only joking. It says Black <laughs> AF. Um, That's cute. I like that. That's good. <laughs> the F is an uh, expletive deleted. Uh, yes. It's the way the kids are talking now on the interwebs. Oh, for God's no. sake. They've been talking like that for, for since you were a kid, so don't, don't pretend. <laughs> and, uh, don't my, pretend. Like with the shows Blackish and Modern Family, things like that, and now there's this. It's just a little bit more graphic. Yeah, I mean, like the first four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, okay, all the episodes 
is something about crazy, uh, something that has to do with slavery. Like every episode, the title is slavery, and it literally just gets longer titles and everyone and they all have something to do with slavery so i'm not sure what that or who the audience for that is but um it, it could be funny it, it could be i don't know i'm not i'm not sure i'm, I'm not i'm not really sure it could be hilarious or it could be really stupid yeah uh, it could fall into one of those two things but it's got a catchy title it does it does yeah it's a hashtag you can never go wrong with a hashtag yeah now um of course, at the top of my thing here, I don't know if you have it too. It's uh, it says the Netflix series Coronavirus Explained, and it has a, a description. As you're, as you're coming soon? Uh, no, at the very, very top. No, that extraction's at the top of mine. Uh, mine says end series Coronavirus Explained, uh, cerebral uh, science and nature. Huh, interesting. Uh, Maybe because you already watched Extraction, it's not going to have you watch Extraction again. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's a limited series. It's only one episode, 26 minutes, and the uh, info on it says, In 2020, the world changed. This topical series examines the coronavirus pandemic, the efforts to combat it, and ways to manage its mental health toll. Hmm. That's interesting, but it sounds like it's going to be a weekly serial, that it's going to be a new episode every week. Yeah. yeah Which they're... could be interesting for a little while, but it's like how much we, we know what's going on. And, you know, you just make sure that you uh, ingest a lot of uh, cleanser and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. All right, so coming soon, the coming soon tab on your Netflix account. Coming soon, let me see. Ah, I got 15 messages there. Yeah, see, there's lots of shit coming. That's what I was talking about, my friend. All right, go on. So the top of mine, I don't know why this is at the top of mine. It's White Lines. What's at the top of yours? Uh, wondering what to watch? Question mark. We suggest for love or money. For love or money, really? Yeah, and then the next one says uh, suggestion for you: Heavy Rescue Four Hundred One. Heavy. Yeah, you got it completely. So I got uh, White Lines seasons one coming huh. up. It's about drugs. For Love of Money was a Michael J. Fox movie that came out in 1993. Wow, you're retro, dude. Yeah, I got foreign films. I have another series, Never Have I Ever, with a completely foreign cast. Uh, a season one coming Friday for Hollywood in the post-World War II Hollywood. And, uh, an ambiguous and ambitious group of aspiring actors and filmmakers will do almost anything to make their showbiz dreams come true. Looks like it's a pretty well-known cast. But yeah, so I got a completely different thing. It's ah, so weird. This, this all right. So that that Heavy Rescue 401, it's uh two seasons. It mm. starts in 2018, and I guess the new one is going to drop soon. It's uh, the description is in the harshest weather, rookie and veteran heavy recovery operators fight to keep Southern Ontario's busy, treacherous highways clear and safe. Really? Tow truck series, yeah. Wow. Okay. Jerry then Seinfeld, I, 23 Hours to Kill. That looks fun. All right. I have Den of Thieves coming Friday. A highly skilled crew of bank robbers plotting a heist as a supposedly impenetrable Federal Reserve faces off against an elite unit of L.A. cops. Oh, wait. I have seen this movie. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That actually was a good movie. Okay. I see that one. That one's like seventh or eighth down my list. I, but I do see that one. That's one thing we have in common. It's just a different place in the list. So weird. 
Okay, then I yeah, have, I don't know how the hell he shoots. <laughs> I have white lines. There you go. So yeah, that's my first choice. Okay, coming May. And then I have Rust Valley Restores season two coming May eighth. West Valley Restore. Isn't that like uh, restoring property type shit? Uh, re- restoring cars. Oh, well, that yeah. makes sense. You are a car guy. Okay, fair enough. I don't have that here at all. Uh, the Lovebirds. When a couple yep. in the fast lane to Splitsville accidentally careens into a murder, they take off on a wild race to find the killer and clear their names. It actually looks good. This sounds like a repeat of that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam Sandler movie that they had on here. Sounds like the same thing. Oh, the do-over or whatever the one where they get trapped on a ship and they think he's a cop but he's not a cop oh, or he's wait, a cop yes, but he's not yes. a good. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, crew, it seems but, very similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Arctic the Lovebirds is on my list. Arctic, Arctic Dogs is on my list too. Yay! Okay, well, now we're getting together here. Here we go. <laughs> uh, dangerous Lies coming Thursday. Your order is different, but I have that one too. Uh, a broke caregiver unexpectedly inherits her patient's estate, but dark secrets swirl around her newfound wealth, tangling her in deceit and danger. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, the first the first thing that they put on here, it says soapy, ominous, suspenseful, thriller, keeping secrets. Okay. What the hell is – oh, because soap opera. I was like, soapy, what is it, bubble bath? What are we talking here? Uh, fun with Dick and Jane coming Friday. You know, I didn't see that one. I heard it was actually kind of funny. It was one of his better, not best, but one of his better movies. Yeah, it's him and Taya Leone. Um, pretty She's good. Thought, so. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember the original with uh, George Segal. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, actually, I remember the original one. And then I saw this one, and I was like, okay, this one was much more funny. Remember, this one, it's very period-based humor. Sure. The slapsticky. Yeah. They're in a Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, the Wrong Missy. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, Tim thinks he's invited the woman of his dreams on a work retreat to Hawaii, realizing too late he mistakenly texted someone from a nightmare blind date. Okay, that definitely sounds like something I would do. Um, <laughs> I think I'm good. Battle of Los Angeles looks good. Oh yeah, yeah, with Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, that one's a good movie. Didn't see if that. If you're in, if you're into the whole like, uh, it's Independence Day. Uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> it's Independence Day with a little bit more human element to it. Let's put it that way. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Sleepless. Okay, I don't have that one. Uh, I have public. I have Public Enemies. That was a good movie. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sleepless, coming May 8th. Uh, a Las Vegas cop attempts to rob a drug shipment from a casino kingpin, but the heist goes horribly wrong, leading to the kidnap of his son. Ooh. It actually looks good. Parasite the Maxim. A teenager battles an onslaught of parasites from space with the help of Miji, a docile parasite creature that's been ta- that's taken over his right hand. That's that's an anime. Yeah, I'm not sure why that's on my list, but okay. Then I go really deep. Monthly Girls Natakun. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Saki confesses her love to Nakazuki, unaware that he's a famous manga artist and that their relationship will come to serve as a model for his work. 
I I have no words. I don't know why that's on my list. Oh, there's Sleepless all the way down here. That's what's his name? That's um, what's his name? The actor. What's his name? Frickin' a frick show. The black dude. What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. All right, moving on. <laughs> all right, next one I have is Murder to Mercy, the Centonia Brown story. I don't even see that. I see Pop Academy. Which is like, really? Why am I watching Pup Academy? Well, we know why. Um, but, <laughs> Mer- Mercy, Mercy. After 60-year-old Centonia, Centonia, I can't pronounce that name, Brown is sentenced to life in prison. Questions about her past uh, physiology and the law itself call her guilt into question. Oh, it's another one of those. Yeah, because I ended up watching The Innocence. Uh, uh, How was that? That was – that's heavy. Guys, let me tell yeah. you, if you are feeling good about yourself and you want to knock yourself down a couple notches, watch a few of those. I, I binged the whole the whole series, and they're really good stories. But man, you just the the emotional toll that these people have taken because it's crazy, crazy, yeah. Um, and, and it, and it ranges from like, and you, people think, oh, it, it only happens in like little podunk towns, you know, where they get it wrong because clearly there's an agenda. Nah, there's a couple that happen in big cities like Philadelphia. Hmm. Like, well, now this is getting really scary because it could happen anywhere to anyone at any time. No, that, that is kind of the point of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it's not even about being at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's not like these people were like there. Some like one of the stories, like the dude was home asleep and they just came busting in and he was they knocked on the door, was like, Hey, you know, uh so and so police, we need we need to ask you a few questions and he just reached over and un- unlocked the door and bam, in they came, you know, and threw him down to the ground and handcuffed him. It's crazy. Yeah. He was he just woke up from a nap. It's crazy. Uh, uh, Nadia's time to eat. Another one of uh, shows. Yeah, I see that all the way at the bottom. It's past two different two different movies about Thomas and Friends. I've never watched Thomas a day in my life. Two movies. Thomas. No, I'm sorry. Three Thomas movies. Thomas and Friends. Thomas and the Royal Engine. Thomas and Friends. Marvelous Machinery. World of Tomorrow. And then Thomas and Friends, Marvelous Machinery, A New Arrival. What the hell? My daughter used to love Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh my Nobody God. has ever watched it that I'm aware of. The the British version and then the George Carlin version. All right. She that you put that what? on Yeah, George Carlin used to narrate it. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And uh I thought and and I just enjoyed it because of his narration, honestly. Mm. Uh, because the first the first early ones were all British, right? Okay. And, and it was uh, it was some British dude that did all the voices for all the trains, and then George Carlin. Uh, oh wow! Trains oh. and uh, it's really good. I mean, it, it's really really good. And then of course <laughs> they had like the animated ones where like the trains had their own voices and everything, but these are like uh, what would you call them? They're not made of clay. They're like the actual, but their expressions on their faces change. No, it's not clay. Yeah, it's it's animation. It's puppetry, but it's not. It's it's like real stuff. Puppetry. Yeah. Okay, 
So let me ask you, do you see the Wiggles ready, steady wiggle? No, I have all day (laughs) and all night. (laughs) While serving life in prison, a young man looks back at the people, the circumstances, and the system that set him on the path toward his crime. There you go. I have ready, steady wiggles. Yo, you have the you have the Netflix view list of like a ten year old apparently. I don't know why. I now here's the funny thing. My kids, my son specifically, loved The Wiggles. But now, okay, it's a British show. I don't know if you ever watched The Wiggles. Never. But it's, a, it's a okay. It's a British show. Four guys and they sing, they dance, they do little funny skits. They went on tour. They had concerts. They were even at at uh, Hollywood Studios for a while and they had a little mini show. Not the actual people, but the idea of it. And they were yeah, – no, I'm sorry. They're not British. They're Australian. And there are four of them, and they have – each has a color. One's in blue, one's in red, one's in purple, one's in yellow. They were all guys. And they all had, like, little friends and whatever, and it was cute. The, no, my son loved it. Um, and we'd sing the songs and whatever. Now I'm looking at it, I think one of the dudes is the same dude that's been on the show forever. And you can tell he's really old. Like, he has gray hair and shit on the side, so he's really old. And now there's a girl wiggle. I'm like, why is there a girl wiggle? It just seems so wrong to me. But anyways, so yeah, that's what I have. Uh, <laughs> another I series uh, coming, uh, season one coming Friday, uh, Hollywood. That one I saw. That looked interesting. Ah, but you know what? It's No. I don't know. You know what? These shows always get me, and nothing, nothing against it and everything else, but I just got to watch it because here's the tagline, right? I'll read you the tagline and the little things that are underneath it, okay? In mm-hmm. post-World War II Hollywood, an ambitious group of aspiring actors and filmmakers will do almost anything to make their showbiz dreams come true. And you're watching, you're like – Wow, Jim Parsons is in it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know Queen Latifah, all these people. And then you look, you like lavish, yeah, so- soapy, mm, emotional drama, LGBTQ, and then ensemble. It could That's... be it could be one of those preachy, you know, type of shows. You know what I mean? Like you get you get into it and you're like, oh gosh, it's one of these. I just want to be entertained. I don't want to see like political views or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at the the short little trailer and it's like all mixed couples and all this and that. And again, oh, I think it was what's his name? Um, um, uh, from from the um the the show uh the. What the heck was the show with with all the nerds in it? Jim think Parsons. Right. It's Sheldon. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sheldon. Thank you. That's what it is. Thank you. I couldn't remember the actor's name. Thank you. Yeah, putting two and two together. Yeah, I saw Sheldon. So, yeah, and there's a burning cross in one of them. In yeah. One of the scenes. I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know what all happened. Oh, God. Okay. It's a gay, black, and white couple. There yeah, that's – yeah. I mean, hey, nothing wrong with it. Nothing. I have nothing against it. It's just – it That's looked it. like if they were to go, if they were to do like a like an actual like hey here's what Hollywood was like after World War II like I would find that more interesting right sure yeah 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 I don't know uh, uh, we'll see I might watch an episode just to see what it's like yeah there's an awful lot of anime on mine and I don't watch that much anime I'm very confused uh, I finally got to the Never Have I Ever okay 
That looks cute. The half of it. I don't even think that's on my list. Oh, no, there is the half of it. All right, here we go. Uh, when smart but cash-strapped teen Ellie Chu agrees to write a love letter for a jock, she doesn't expect to become his friend or fall for his crush. Interesting. It looks like our lists are very similar but not the same. Like it's a oh, different order. Of- and I knew this was going to be on my list. A Secret oh. Love. A Secret Love. All right, so here's the story. I've already I, – I knew about this. So do you remember the movie A League of Their Own? Yeah, who doesn't? All right, great movie. Probably yes. one of the best sports movies of all time without it having to really be about sports, right? Right. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. Very <laughs> quotable movie, right? Yes, yes. Um, this is a, a, a documentary about – Two ladies who met in the Professional Girls Baseball League and then had a 60-year-long relationship. Wow. So it's it's basically a true story in the background of that story. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. I can yeah. watch that. Okay. I, can, yeah. I, I like that idea. I mean, the relationship is what it is, but I like the the female sports thing and that whole thing. That's, yeah. that's I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, Public Enemies. Who? Older movie with Johnny Depp. In the shadow of the Great Depression, criminal minds are thriving, and it's up to J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI to bring them down. Yeah, I don't have that one. I don't think that. I don't see that. Then I have Battle Los Angeles. Right. uh, Just Go With It. Yeah, that's the one I think with Adam Sandler, wasn't it? Or is that a different one? I don't know. That's a different one. Adam Sandler has that lifetime contract with Netflix, so like he can make any movie he wants with all his friends, and Netflix is going to pop it on their list. But I think this was one of them, uh, mm. which is actually pretty decent because it has Jennifer Aniston in it. No, you can't go wrong with her. And like he plays – all right, if I, if I remember the movie correctly, uh, he plays a plastic surgeon in L.A. who's divorced with kids, and he's trying to hook up with this other girl who's like a bombshell. Um, and I guess he lies to her by saying that Jennifer Aniston is his ex. Right. And then she wants to get to know the ex, so they all agree to go on, like, vacation to Hawaii together. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Not, not sure. Not sure. Uh, not re- sure. That's restaurants on the edge. Yeah, I saw that somewhere on here. Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill. Uh, yeah. Into the Night. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a series. Passengers. Oh, and, is it? Yeah, passengers and crew aboard a hijacked overnight flight scramble to outrace the sun as a mysterious cosmic event wrecks havoc on the world below. Okay, so it's a well, little that's sci-fi. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Can't go wrong with that, I guess. It sounds like our lists are very similar, except for the freaking Wiggles. <laughs> and a bunch yeah. of anime stuff that I'm like, what the heck? Well, there is a lot of stuff out here. I can definitely say there's a lot of stuff for us to look at, to watch, and to review in the next couple of weeks as we continue to be on work from home. We don't know when this is going to end. We don't know where, you know, how it's going to end, but we know it's going in at some point. It's just a matter of when. But yeah, we and- will keep you guys informed of, you know, how it, when it ends for us. 
And my and, but, and our thing was like, how is how is this gonna change you, our audience? Um, mm-hmm. This is all done. I mean, yeah. knowing that all this is available at home, are you gonna be more tempted to leave your home now to seek out your entertainment needs? Yeah. Do you need to really be social anymore? Does it really matter? Does it really matter? Does it does it make us more introverted and more connected to social media, or will all this connection to social media make us realize, oh my god, this is awful. We need to go back into the real world. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think it's going to make us more isolation. I, I really believe that. But we'll see. We'll have to see how it is. But either way, whether you're at home, office, or wherever you are, you should always be listening to the two nerds and a joke. Um, we are always going to be on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, the good Tumblr, and of course, uh, listen to the podcast on Anchor, which you are listening to right now. Thank you. Or if you're on Apple Podcast, thank you as well. Um, we are always post- posting new content and, and stuff up there. Make sure you're listening to all the content we have. And uh, if you have suggestions, don't forget to reach out to us. You can email us or message us on our Facebook page, wherever, and we always respond. If you're looking to do something while you're on uh, this wonderful uh, mini vacation from reality, come on our show. And we'd love to interview you and talk about whatever you're doing to pass the time during these uh, interesting times. And, uh, of course, to keep us ourselves sane and to make sure social distancing is always a positive thing, Ernie, if you will. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next time. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.